Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you may be across the nation and roar around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 361. My name is Eric Nielsen and... Today, we have a special guest, Wes Coughlin from The Economist Group, and he works in the Economist Intelligence Unit. Wes, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you, Eric. Um, so, you know, getting started today, the agenda today is uh, cyber attacks uh, and the reputation of the enterprise. And so, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of papers you've written around the security subjects. Uh, so I, I would like to, love to hear a little bit about who you are and what do you do. Well, first of all, Wes Coughlin. I'm the Senior Editor for Technology at the Economist Intelligence Unit, and I'm spending about 50 to 80 percent of my time focusing on cybersecurity because it truly is, I think, the number one emerging issue in technology. I think it's the number, I think it's the number one technology issue in the C-suite and before the board of directors today. Well, great. Welcome to the podcast. And uh, I think some of this stuff is uh, particularly interesting nowadays with all the cybersecurity issues that we have. Um, So you've been looking at protecting the brand and some of the dichotomies between brand protection and IT. Well, I think what we're seeing is sort of a new era of attack. Uh, The the bad guys are getting better funded. There's more of them. There's more sophisticated players going. And what they're doing is they're assaulting all parts of the enterprise. And I think there's an emerging consensus in response that you, you can't defend everything. You can't have a static perimeter defense anymore, and that cybersecurity needs to be built around priorities. With that in mind, we, we talked to over 300 members of the C-suite. Uh, we specifically focused on what the issues that they felt were the most important. And we asked it in sort of a negative way, like, what's your, what's your worst-case scenario for a cyber attack? And what they came back with, the most important thing that needed to be protected above all, overwhelmingly, was the reputation and the brand of the company or call it the franchise, its franchise with its customers. Right, so, so the, the business value proposition is classic of IT looks at technology, data, and a lot of times they miss the business value. So you're saying in the brand reputation issue around cyber attacks, the executive suite is actually looking at it from a complete business package. They're taking a more holistic point of view. Um, what we also found is that the, the IT department has a different set of priorities. The IT department, to say, just to summarize it, is really looking at more tactical things, such as defending specific data sets, like regulated data. Whereas, again, the board and the C-suite, what they're concentrating on is the customer, is protecting the customer relationship. So why does uh, these attacks or cyber attacks, why is it so dangerous to the firm? Why does why the executive team feel this way? What's really scary about cyber attacks on that impact of brand is they pass through the company and they go right to your customer. And you, the company can suffer, but your customers can suffer. You know, they can have their, you know, in the worst case scenario, their identity stolen, their bank account looted, and they can blame it on you. And obviously the customers are critical organization, but you can create an animus with your customers, you know, where rightly or wrongly, they feel that you're responsible for making it happen. Yeah, that's interesting because from an IT 
perspective, I'm always worried about my source code, my intellectual property, the things that the firm owns, right, that we want to protect from a security perspective so that people aren't getting in. But what you're saying is, look, it's a much bigger problem set in that it's, it's your customers' uh, data and your customers' you know, goodwill and experience that's, that could be affected here. Exactly. And, and I think that, first of all, they will, if you develop a reputation as a firm that is leaky, that where people are vulnerable, then you know, it can have a severe impact on your, on your firm. Um, it can also, it, that's a certain, um, other things like the brand is something, you know, other things like if, if they take down part of your company, if they you know, steal money, well, it's, it's very difficult, but those problems can be solved. But it can take 10, 20, 30 years to build up your brand. And though it has not happened yet, I think we've dodged some bullets on this, it's conceivable that somebody in a major successful attack could irre not irreparably, but significantly harm your brand overnight. This could be the most significant development of harm to brand and reputation that, that's out there. I predict someday it will happen and won't so, be long. And, 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 you know, I work in marketing, and I think in marketing we're always very worried about our brand. Um, and so I could see where something like this, are there examples? Can you give us an example of where something like this has happened? I think I can think of one, and I'll mention, am I allowed to mention uh, Target and well, what kind I of think, happened I to think, them? Um, I mean, I think that they're one of many, and, and many people are publicizing it, but clearly Target was uh, sort of top of mind. It took a 4% hit to the top line of Target. You know, Target's a big company. That's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's taken them a long time to recover as well. So uh, one of the problems also is the longevity of the attack. But like it happens, and what can happen is, first of all, you may not notice it for a long period of time. It may not have happened. Second, you may notice it. You may uncover it in increments and you stay, you might frankly stay in the press revealing it. There may be in many cases regulatory action that takes place depending on the kind of data that took place. And finally, there's legal actions that can be taken. In other words, in addition to the harm done to the customers, in addition to the harm done to you, there's a long time Im impact and recovery time to a serious hit on your brand and your reputation. Right, and, the, and, and really this stuff can happen in a flashpoint. It's like one day everything was fine, and the next thing you know, you're a CEO or an executive happened to be up in front of press explaining what's happened. And it's hard to get a sense because sometimes these attacks are not easy to, to figure out what, how, what's happening. Well, you know, in the worst case scenario, it happened some time ago, and you're just finding out about it now. And that they've stayed in your company doing what they're doing, um, and you're suffering harm period of time. In many cases, some companies have not been forthright in coming out on it and only prolongs, sort of prolongs the pain. But if you do come out with it, you may have to come out with an increments and keep it in front of the press. So you've done three papers. Um, one is on the uh, IT versus executive C-suite mm -hmm. uh, uh, chasm that happens around data mm -hmm. security. Uh, this one is about the brand impact, and I think you have one additional paper. Um, where can we find these papers online? Uh, you can find them at www.eiuperspectives.com, which is the Economist Intelligence Unit site, and just search on, under VMware and Data Security. Fantastic. And I know that as part of these podcasts, we will actually be publishing the, um, um, the next, uh, these papers online, so you can look at the graphs and see these papers. So what needs to be done uh, to define, defend the brand against cyber attacks? What, what can people do? I think the important thing is that the, 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 the CIO and the IT team needs to mobilize around this. It's probably their number one priority. You need to sort of back think of, you know, if you're a bad guy, how are you going to be accessing customer information? And I would note that other surveys have shown that attacks on customer information, because there is a, a sophisticated 
sophisticated aftermarket for it in the criminal world is the number one target of attack. So I think the first thing you do is you have to align around this and you need this, the support of your C-suite and your board to do this. You need a comprehensive solution. It's not an IT solution involving many points of the companies. You will need their governance and authority to do it. Second is build your defenses. As you can't defend everything, you're going to have to ring, fen ring fence uh, your defenses around brand-related assets. Things like transaction data, CRM data, customer lists need to be a priority. Finally, you need to provide training to all, to all customers, but you need to be sequestering this data with, with special customers and providing special training for those who touch the customers that this is where the bad guys are targeting and this is where the greatest harm to your firm can take place. Um, part of these studies, uh, tell me a little bit about the study. How did you get this data? How did you discover these things in the enterprise? We conducted a survey, in this case, of focusing on 282 uh, members of the C-suite looking at exactly what they thought the major priorities were. These were from you know, well over 200 companies. Um, these were global. Um, and again, they're from a, a broad range of industries. So I think it's representative of the economy as a whole. Finally, from sizable companies, companies over 500 million in, in revenues. Are there positions in companies to actually start to worry about this? Is the CIO starting to look at so, you know, things to do around these and organizing themselves? Is there movement at the executive level to be doing I think there's awareness at the executive level that this is a priority. I don't believe that there's probably enough awareness or that CIO and his team have, has communicated the urgency of this situation yet. Clearly, the CIO and their teams are worried about data security. Are, the recommendations that come out of these come out of these this analysis is they've got to put the priority on the customer assets and all the things that touch the customer. That's what the criminals are targeting. That's where the greatest harm to your company can take place. Excellent research. Wes, thanks for being on the podcast. Is there anything else you want to add? Why is this important now? Um, what's your final thoughts on this subject? I just think the important thing is that we're in a new era of cyber attack where it's no longer isolated attacks focused on specific things. They're broad, they're sophisticated, and to defend against them, you need a number of things. You need sufficient budget, you need a mobilized workforce, you need, uh, you need to extend, in a way, your firewall around your, your external partners like customers, and suppliers. And what that takes and what just comes loud and clear to us is you need the support of the C-suite. This has got to be a strategic company issue now. It merits it. It needs it. You won't be successful without that kind of support. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast. Thank you, Eric. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BGW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus